Where do you um, where do you put the badge if you're naked? Uh, nipples. Nipple. That's quite dangerous. I think you're better off putting it in the... Uh, no, you're not, actually. That would no, that would be a Prince Albert. You don't What's want one of those. Um... <laughs> a what? <laughs> Prince What's... Albert. What's royalty got to do with it? Have you never heard Let's of a Prince... No, 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 no. Let's go down this route. This can be a good life. But have you never heard of a Prince Albert, Darren? No. No? Okay. It's a piercing... It's, it's, it's a piercing... Yeah, I have, actually. It's a piercing of um, of, of the, la- the, the lady... No, the gentleman bits. You've definitely never seen any of them. No, I haven't. (laughs) Now, twice a week, aren't you the lucky ones? You're watching, downloading and listening to the As Yet Unnamed Podcast. It's Monday. You need cheering up. Well, you're listening to The Right Show. This is Three Men and a Microphone on the As Yet Unnamed Podcast. Hello, welcome to Three Men and a Microphone. Hello, welcome along to the podcast. Thank you so much for downloading. It is Monday morning. My name is Ian Barstow. We are here to brighten up your week in a very strange year. I am joined by my two co-presenters. Lesser, because obviously it's my show. Um, We will start with Darren. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. And you? Yeah, absolutely fine. I'm supporting a red hoodie today because it's closer to uh, to uh, the big the big season. And also, bonfire's done, Halloween's done. Get it up. And hello, Damien. <laughs> I mean, what a way to start the show by Das Antrobus saying, "Get it up." Uh, that's why I get up at this silly o'clock every morning. Uh, on a Monday to uh, to present this podcast with you to see Darren get it up. Uh, good morning. How are you? Uh, I am well. It's um, a very strange time at the moment, but it we will. Weird, we, yeah, we weird. we will come on to that. Uh, coming up on the show today, uh, Mondays are always our uh, fun news, um, silly stories, mystery voice, uh, all that sort of stuff. On Friday, we release the uh, ultimate top five. So coming up today, we are going to do the mystery voice. Uh, we're going to let you know how you can win a badge, which is always good. Um, and we've got some good stories, hopefully, coming up. And um, if you want to get in contact with the podcast, you can do follow us on Twitter, as yet unnamed podcast, or sorry, as yet at as yet unnamed pod, even. And you can find us on the website, the as yet unnamed podcast.uk, and you can email the show as yet unnamed podcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter, etc., etc. If you want to join us every Wednesday evening from 8 o'clock, we are live on Facebook and YouTube, um, and you can do that as well. Uh, but this is the the podcast version of our show, which we hope you enjoy. Thank you so much for downloading it. If you are listening and you haven't subscribed, just make sure you click on that. You'll never miss an episode. We release the odd special episode every so often um, over the weekend. Uh, a couple of weekends ago, we had Dan's doing his Halloween special from... Congleton? No, it's uh, what was it called? No, yeah, it was near Congleton. It was actually called Little Morton Hall. That was it? I have been there. It's very nice. Mm, I think very I've spooky. Been there. Yes. in the dark, by the way. I can I can imagine. Um, and also, um, we released an episode, uh, an interview you did with um, Cannon and Ball because obviously a couple of weeks ago we sadly lost Bobby Ball, um, yeah. sort of quite suddenly. So that that was a that was a real shame. And you had done an interview um, a while back, so we put that out. So. 
If you subscribe to us, you'll get these little extra tidbits and that sort of thing. Uh, Damien has promised me an interview, which is still he's been promising for about a month, but we'll get there eventually, won't we, Oh, is that the uh, Sean Connery one you did many, many years ago? <laughs> Came to a dead end. What? I didn't... <laughs> what was that you said then? Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's... Fair enough then. Um, right, so um, as we are releasing this in the UK, we will be, um, what will we be? We will be about three or four days into lockdown part de, um, which is obviously for the COVID pandemic. Um, so I'm going to play you um, a little, um, I, I've got some clips of, of the Boris Johnson announcement. So I'm just going to play you those and then we'll have a little quick discussion. Don't run away because it's not going to be a massive discussion. We'll have a little quick discussion, but I just want to play you this. Um, this was Boris Johnson um, earlier on. In England, we're making the rules complicated and confusing. First, students must throw up on their parents and their grandparents. And if you don't, you will be arrested. Second, I also want to see two big flying horses. Third, wash your nose on Mondays, please. Fourthly, if you smell meat, you must take a pregnancy test. And anyone breaking the rules risks being dispersed to Germany uh, and Spain. Thank you. And that was the announcement. I think that was a very clear, precise and to the point announcement from our Prime Minister. I know where I'm going now. I tell you. Um, wow. I'm not going to claim credit for that. Um, I that was. I'm going to credit at Darren dot uh, Darren underscore Dutton on Twitter for creating that. I have uh, I have lifted it from there. So um, thank you very much. I thought that was very very well done, um, and quite well sums up how a lot of people feel at the moment. We are on lockdown. Um, we're going to be in it until uh, the third or second of December something like that hopefully um and hopefully if we do this then christmas will be sort of normal but um who debatable knows? Yeah. yes debatable debatable yeah. um so that was our covid we are now done with covid we will not be mentioning covid we're not going to mention the american election because god knows where that is at when we release this podcast i've no idea and no one else does um so i i'm going to start off i don't know if people saw this um of uh, some dramatic pictures um, of a train being caught by a whale sculpture. So on these railway tracks, at the end of the track, at the end of the line, they've got these two whale tails coming up, um, which I think probably have got to be about 40 foot high or so. Um, and it saved this train from plummeting off the end of this rail track um, and falling on the ground and killing lots of people. Um, now, do any of you know Simon McCoy, BBC News presenter? Yeah. No. Simon McCoy. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think no, you would, you'd no, probably no. recognise him. I saw these pictures as well on this train, and I was only flicking through the paper, and I thought, is that like a toy or something? But it's like a real thing, isn't it? Yes, this really, this was a thing. It is a real thing, and uh, I'm going to play you a clip from Simon McCoy announcing this. Now, listen really carefully, because the last line is the killer line. Now, a Dutch metro train was saved from disaster when it smashed through a safety barrier but was prevented from plummeting into water by a sculpture of a whale tail. Uh, the driver of the train, who was the only person on board, was unharmed in the incident, which happened just after midnight near the port city of Rotterdam. The front carriage was left hanging 30 feet above the water, propped up only by the giant silver-coloured sculpture called improbably, but absolutely really, saved by the whale's tail. Latest picture there from Dutch Railways. Let's have a look at the weather. Here's Helen Willits. Did we get that? I'm taken by your no. faces. Dutch, no. Dutch, wa Dutch Railways. <sighs> Lost. 
Oh, no. I see. Because it's a, it's a railway a and it's a whale's tail. Did he do that deliberately? Or something? Yes. Uh, it's just, what's the point? It just, intelligent humour just goes over your head, honestly. <laughs> Both I, would, I would say that was probably what a Darren story. That was as good as one of the ones I read about three weeks ago, um, where it sounded like my five-year-old reading. That was an awful story. I would edit that out, actually. This is the As Yet Unnamed Podcast with Ian Barstow, Damian Lee and Darren Antrobus. You know my edits so well, Damien. <laughs> Don't you? You know when I'm going to edit something. 100%. 100%. That's, that, that, that's not going to make the cut. No, that will make the cut. It will make the cut. Oh, um, it's when I know you're going to do the jingle. It comes in. <laughs> Damien's gone. See you later. Brilliant. Um, all right. You only lost about four listeners there. It was a great story. Oh, right then. Okay. Come on then. Clean edit time. Right then, Damien. What have you got for us? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> now, don't purposely be vile about this because... Let oh, that story by... wasn't very good, was it? No, that was a bit rubbish, wasn't it? That was like one I did three weeks ago. Why am I suddenly from Lancaster? I don't know. That's just a default accent. Brilliant. Anyway. I think the problem is I kind of peaked a bit too soon on my stories because we've never really got I've over... Heard, I've heard that, to be fair. We've really not got over Long Prong, have we? I don't think. <laughs> no, I love it you, when you say it. Yeah, you, you peaked on Long Prong, that's for certain. Definitely, yeah. However... <laughs> However, what I do want to ask you guys is, if you're walking down the street, right, we're all okay if we see a guy walking his dog. We're fine with that. We're okay sometimes if you might see, like, a chihuahua in a bag or something, you know, one of those little cute bags. Well, this this goes to a whole new different level. So a man's pet geese go with him to the pub wearing special nappies. <laughs> no. Now, listen. This just comes to me, all right? This material just comes in the inbox as the As Yet Unnamed podcast. What's the email address again? As Yet Unnamed podcast at gmail.com. That's where they come into. Come to me. You know, I do the research. So basically, a man adopted two pet geeks during lockdown and he started taking them to his local pub wearing nappies. Now, Sven Kirkby, 34, is regularly spotted walking the birds named Norbert and beep beep around the streets of Leeds and the odd trio have now branched out into socializing in the local the admin assistant hand reared the birds from five days old buying them for 40 quid each in June he lets them have free reign of the house when he's at home while he keeps them in a pen in the garden when he's out (laughs) this next line just cracks me up Sven who lives on his own (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know there's a surprise. Um, it's almost as oh. bad as he lives at home with his mum, with his mother in the basement. I know. Now, apparently, he said, "I know a goose is a strange pet, but it's something different, and I've wanted one for a while. I could have got a dog, but as I work full time, I didn't think that was very fair. Geese require much less attention. I love the two of them. They're brilliant characters. Great fun to keep as pets." Sven first got the idea of keeping geese a few years ago when he was in York visiting his girlfriend. Hmm. Blow up, was she? And saw some... <laughs> Sorry, that made me laugh then. And, and saw some waddling along the riverbank. I bet you did, you pervert. Anyway, he said, 
my ex wasn't too keen on the idea. So when we broke up, I decided it was my chance to finally do it. Murderer. When lockdown hit, he did some research and found his nearest breeder was in Grantham, Lincolnshire. So set off on a 160 mile round trip. After parting with £80, he returned back to Leeds with the two male geese from the same clutch. Beep Beep was named after the sound the bird makes. It doesn't... What? It doesn't make a beep beep. They are giant exhibition D-Lap Toulouse geese, which are often bred for foie gras. Like that. (laughs) Meaning they used to be handled and therefore generally docile. They can live up to 40 years. He's never getting out of his house, is he? Sven said that the pair haven't had any behavioural problems and have generally been easy to keep, as they don't require much exercise and have a diet of 80% made up of grass. However, they can't be potty trained, so he does have to put them in specially made goose nappies shipped in from America when they're inside the house. Who was who would know? Oh, I'm that sorry. Was a thing? I'm sorry. Hang on a minute. Right. Hang on. He's, he's going to find. He's going to research this. But Damien, can mm. you actually get a thing called? <laughs> Specially designed nappies for birds. Yeah. Di- diapers for ducks. There you go. Yeah. Stop it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Told you. Sven, Sven added that they're very happy and friendly animals, which makes them great to keep as pets. I've hand-raised them from five days old, so they see me as their daddy. They follow me about everywhere and come sometimes be so protective. They're all taught, though. They have a little honk at... <laughs> They have a little what? They have a little honk at someone every now and then, but it's nothing to worry about. So Sven, he works five days a week. So generally, <clears throat> psycho. He snorbert and beep beep in the boot of his car and takes them out on walks on Friday evenings and weekends. They're prisoners. <laughs> he said, we turn quite a lot of heads. Everyone wants to stop and have a chat. There with me. There he is. Look at that. <laughs> Look at his little mate there. There he is. Bless oh him. my God. So a short walk will usually take about two hours because all the people that I don't mind come up to me and say I'm quackers. Oh, shut up. No, he, no, he really? did not say, I can guarantee you he did not say that. That was a journalist thinking, oh, how can I finish this? When we went to the pub, Norbert and Beep Beep just stood by my side as I drunk a pint. It was good fun and everyone loved it. Go Sorry, I've just got to say, this is how much I love our live listeners. So obviously we record this, but we, we, we also stream this live. Paul Burgess just wants to know, are the nappies washable? Asking for a friend. <laughs> yes, <Is> they it? are. <laughs> they are. Just wash them. Yeah. <laughs> they are washable. Um, yeah, that's... Give um, them a wash. Ooh, Give them a wash. No. You wouldn't want Terry Towling ones with that, though, would you? Oh, no. No. I used to like a Terry Towling. Well, I don't know. I like to Terry Towling, but... if You, you like a Terry Towling? No, but if you think about it. Do you wear that, them at the moment? Listen. Do you wear them any, at night? I mean... Do right. you go to special clubs? You have to go to special clubs to fold those things. They're evil. You have to go to special clubs when you wear them as an adult as well. It's Monday. You need cheering up. Well, you're listening to The Right Show. This is Three Men and a Microphone on the As Yet Unnamed Podcast. Get on. Hello, yes. I am so, handing the baton of news to you. I always do the soft breakfast radio kind of stuff anyway, so this is not edgy at all like Demo down there. Um, so basically, um, I'm going to start with the question. Have you ever named a vehicle? Yes. So go on then. 
I take it it's your first car we're talking about then, have you? No, I think it was like number, um, I think it was about car number three. So it was a Peugeot 206 and it was like this kind of um, darkish blue and she she looked quite classy. Um, so she was called Lady. Lady? Mm. Did it look feminine, the car? No, it was just a bit classy. So it oh, was for okay. some reason it was like a royal blue. And I think she had like a bit of a, she was a bit chewy. She had a bit of an attitude. So yeah, she was a bit, all right, lady. All right. So yeah. Yeah. Lady, lady was a bit, was a bit posh. Mm. Ian, captain. I don't know if I, I I think I probably have named a car, but I couldn't tell you what the name was. Um, But it would have been female because for some reason cars are always female. That's what I'm just about to get on to now. Now, my dad uh, named all of his cars the same name. Usually when they weren't working in the winter, he called them your little Thank you. Yep, yeah, uh, that's absolutely right. Uh, but apparently the most popular name for a car, what do you reckon it is, guys? What do you reckon? Most popular name that guys specifically call their cars? Um, She-Ra. Who? What? She-Ra. She-Ra? No. Bertha? That's quite an old name. Actually. Yeah, I say Bertha. Yeah, I would have said Bertha, yeah. Name. I had a Bertha. Oh, I've got, I've, I did, I've got I did another my name. Mobile. This goes in. I've got another name. Go on. Penis extension. Yeah, that's probably quite a good name. Is that another word for passion wagon? Well, you know. Yeah. Anyway, apparently... Um, Big car. Daisy. Daisy from Driving Miss Daisy. Daisy? Daisy. Uh, um, the most, pop- most popular name for a vehicle is Daisy, inspired by Driving Miss Daisy. Don't know how I feel about that one, to be honest. Honestly. So, um, I, think my names, mum, I think my mum's called one of her cars Daisy, or Vans, I'm pretty certain. Um, the best car I ever had was a 4 before, and I called it The Beast, because it was a 4 before. It was like a Pathfinder. It was amazing. Penis extension. Um, no, 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 no. Anyway, um, other names that people call their cars include Baby. Come on, Baby. Baby. No, no, not Baby. Um, Ruby. Neville. Oh, Neville. No. <laughs> Neville. See, now, if, if you were going to call a car Neville, it would be a three-wheeler. Yeah, I agree with that. Wouldn't definitely. it? That's, that, uh, yeah. that would fit. A three-wheeler would fit a Neville name. That's, yeah. a, defi- that's a definite Neville. Yes. Yeah, 100%. I'm just going to go through some of the other names really quickly, though. You've got Harry, Betsy, Bertha has come up on the, on the list. Um, Buddy, Max as well. Uh, what, Yoda, no. Darth. No. And Scooby were also popular names as well for cars. Um, but for the listeners to this podcast, for next week, what, did, what have you named your vehicle? What have you named your car? I'd like to know that, to be honest. And I haven't for a while. I don't know why that's a thing, because I, I, I do love my car, and I don't know why she hasn't got a name. What do you, um, what because, do you drive? Um, an Aldi. You, they tend to they tend to rhyme with the first letter, don't they? So, I've what got was that? Mate. What I was that little what? face there? What? It's like what that little. Oh, look at me! I drive an Audi. Oh, really? It it look it. Eastern Dork Technique or whatever it's called. The names tend to rhyme with the with the cars a lot of the time. I've got a mate Richie that drives Alan the Astra. Alan the Astra. I drive Viola the Vauxhall. Viola. What? Viola, yeah, great song from the 1970s. Viola Will's going to get along without you now, and I called her Viola. Don't you take one of them to get a bit... 
Was that it? <laughs> clean, clean edit there. Next slide, please, or whatever you call it. I don't know. <laughs> All right, you're not... Uh, next slide, please. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're not Chris Whitty. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> next slide. Can they not buy a clicker? Can they not... You can buy them off Amazon for 10 quid that you just go... I'd, no, and it changes I'd, the I'd slide. Like, I'd like to God, see God bless Chris Whitty as well. <laughs> going off on that a... bloke has come to a lot of stick. He's just a bloke, isn't he? We are but... going off on a tangent here, but I would like them to see them do something a little bit sexy, like, you know, instead of saying next slide, just wink and just go... Yeah, I'd like <laughs> you know, that. Or, you know, or do a... You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, you just know that Patrick Valence is the is the man in that relationship. He's definitely the alpha, and <laughs> he Patrick's all about right, witty, speak. <laughs> right, sorry. Brilliant. Boris Johnson is right down there. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you speak for a minute, but just you know, shut up. Um, right, okay. So yes, if you if you can let us know what your car is, that's a very radio thing. To that's a very breakfast radio. Bit there, it's, all, it's, all, it's almost like you play chocolate port. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely. Uh, right, let's do. Uh, what should we do? Mystery voice next. It works for Clarkson, May, and Hammond. We're not quite sure it works for Antrobus, Lee, and Barstow, but they're doing it anyway. You're listening to the as yet unnamed podcast. So we are on week nine of the Mystery Voice. This is going on and on. Um, however, we do have a correct answer via email, um, which I will only reveal if either of you get the answer. So the guess is so far, and I will rattle through these. Mario Lopez, Justin Timberlake, Justin Bieber, Zach Efron, Nick Jonas, Ryan Seacrest, Michael J. Fox, Tom Cruise, Toby Maguire, Michael Buble, Mark Wahlberg, Ryan Reynolds, John Travolta, Matt Damon, and Jack Osborne. Um, so those are the guesses so far. The clues you have had are Living in a Bubble, The Wild Wilderness, um, Zodiac, and Darren gets this wrong all the time. Um, so... You did promise that you were going to come to me first. I ha- yeah, I, every I, week. I have not played the Mystery Voice yet, so, you know, hold your horses. Right, so who is this? That was not as politically hot at the time, so I think... Once again, who is this? The clues, living in a bubble, the wild wilderness, Zodiac, and Darren gets the name of this film wrong all the time. That was not as politically hot at the time. So I think... Right, you have 14 seconds to decide. So then, who is this? That was not as politically hot at the time. So I think Darren. I'm looking at his picture because I know the film that you're talking about. Can I can I say the film or not? No, give us the name. That is the game. Okay. okay. I think it's Jake Gyllenhaal. Damien. I'm going to go for a real curveball here. This is completely different. Um... And I wish I could know his. I, I wish I could get his name. So you might need to give me a help with this. Um, it's the guy from Queen, Adam Lambert. Okay, so we have Adam Lambert from Damien and Jake Gyllenhaal from Darren. Who is this? That was not as politically hot at the time. So I think. 
I can reveal that. After nine weeks, Dallin has got it! Can I just confirm? Can I just confirm, chaps, that I also got the last one, which was Michael Jackson? Uh, you did. Well done. After nine yeah. weeks. So let me go over the clues. Um, actually, let me play you. This is the full clip. I can't I wait got for me, this for from. the badge. Well, to can't be honest, I think when we made the movie, I think a lot of the discussion of, you know, you know whether there were weapons of mass destruction, things like that, was sort of had come to an end and uh, there was a that was not as politically hot at the time. So I think maybe in, in past drafts of the script before we shot So there you go. It, that was the full clip um, that we have been going for. It was indeed Jake Gyllenhaal. So the clues, living in a bubble. He starred in a film called Bubble Boy, where he lived in a bubble because his parents were scared of him catching stuff. The Wild Wilderness, Brokeback Mountain. Um, the uh, Zodiac, the film... Zodiac, um, and Darren always gets the name of this movie wrong. He always calls Brokeback Mountain Bareback Mountain. So <laughs> there, you, there you go. Um, so after nine weeks, congratulations, Darren. You have got that right. And I have to say congratulations to Martin Hutchinson, who did email in the correct answer last week and so wins a badge. Yay! Love it. Yeah. Do, do I get one as well? Uh, yes, I, I, I will, I will send both of you a badge because you, you know, oh. um, you should. Um, I have, I, I will completely admit, I forgot to get another voice ready just in case. Um, so we will have a brand new mystery voice next week. Um, and we will see how we get on with that. Well done, Darren. Well done, Das. Well done. Two in, a, two in a row, ladies. Two in a row. I'm not a lady. It's Monday. You need cheering up. Well, you're listening to the right show. This is Three Men and a Microphone on the As Yet Unnamed Podcast. So then congratulations to Darren for winning the Mystery Voice. We will have another Mystery Voice next week, a brand new one. Um, So listen out to that and your chance, if you want to win a badge, you can email the show um, with your guest when we play that next week. Um, It is coming up towards the end of the show. This is a bit where we like to leave you with a bit of a happy... Um, uplifting story because we need them at the moment Um, so I will hand over to Mr Damien Lee Thank you sir so this is this is quite a cute story it's you've probably seen this because this did make the national news as well and it's a bit of a nice story a pet parrot all right now sometimes we we look at dogs we look at cats they're cute you know that a dog's a man's best friend Well, a pet parrot saved a man from a house fire in Australia. Eric the parrot alerted his owner about the fire at his home in Brisbane, even before the smoke detectors did. Now, the man's pet parrot had saved him from a fire that gutted his whole house. The man's house in Brisbane, Australia, was well alight when firefighters arrived just after 2am. But Anton Niguan had escaped without any injury. Mr. Niguan said his pet parrot named Eric had woken him up before the smoke smoke detectors raised the alarm. Do you know what he heard? He heard a bang. And then his pet parrot started to yell, Eric! (laughs) Eric! (laughs) Eric! (laughs) Now, everything's all right so long as... 
he's got his photo album and his bird. Queensland Fire and Emergency Services Acting Inspector Cam Thomas said that the parrot had squawked. <laughs> Can't do this anymore. Anyway, in a nutshell, the bird saved his life. Um, he didn't burn, and uh, and that was the uplifting story today. Get yourself a parrot. Eric! This is the as yet unnamed podcast with Ian Barstow, Damian Lee, and Darren Antrobus. And that's it for this week's Monday episode of the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Thank you very much for joining. I hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget, click on the subscribe button if you're listening on your podcast feed. If you're watching the video on Facebook, thank you. Um, you can catch us live every Wednesday evening, Facebook and YouTube. Just search for the As Yet Unnamed podcast. And if you want to get in contact with the show, drop us an email, asyetunnamedpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Darren, thank you very much. Thank you. And I know we're in lockdown now. A perfect time to go back and listen to some of our classic episodes of the As Yet Unnamed podcast. Because let's face it, in lockdown one, you'd nailed Netflix and everything else. Just stick our podcasts on. You'll have a whale of a time. And if you want to listen to the interview podcast, they are all still there as well. And I would highly recommend that you do. Because I do interview these two people as well. Um, which was very interesting, as well as others like Joe Lysett, etc., etc. Find them on the podcast feed. Uh, Damien, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. We're, we're in the middle of this lockdown again. We want to get out of it. We want to get our tinsel up and have our family over. So wear your masks, hand space, space, face, pace, and uh, stay safe. <laughs> Be nice to each other. Say some nice things. And remember what you're putting on social media as well. Take care. Um, so yes we are in very strange times in the UK we are in lockdown um, it will be over soon the last one was went by quicker than we thought it probably would um, what's happened in America who knows I'm sure we will find out uh, so yeah keep yourself safe thank you very much for listening we are back again Friday with our listener choice top five we will reveal that Friday morning 6am until then look after yourselves stay safe and remember, it's almost 2021. What could possibly go wrong in that year? Would you join us? You're a bit moody at the start of tonight's show, weren't you? No, I was fine. I think you just thought, you know, I'm I'm putting a lot of effort in here, Darren. You've not done anything. Damien, you didn't reply to my email. I think at one point you wanted to tell us off <laughs> uh, because I know you. And I think what you need to do now is you need to maybe slip into a, a silky dressing gown and um, 